So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts for on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back to What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickpen, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. All right, so it's Monday. I don't. You're drunk. You're hungover. It was the Super Bowl. I get it. You're jump starting your Monday. I understand. And you know, I I I was I had planned on dropping another episode today, but. I got a chance. I sat down with my aunt, you know, you know, the one we did the episode with Marla Godet, you know, the liberation of Marla Godet. Yeah, that episode. And, you know, we had a real, 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 real heart to heart conversation. And, you know, it's the month of love. And I've been talking about heartbreak. I've been talking about situationships. The episode that's coming up after this is about the phases of love. Honestly, I don't think I really talked about self-love like that. And I'm going to just be honest with you. There was there's there was a time when I was going through it. Like going through it. You feel me? And. You know, like we always talk about like like self-love, self-love. Like you got to love yourself. You got to love yourself. And I don't think a lot of people really understand why you have to love yourself. You, you feel me? Like the, one of the major benefits of loving yourself. See, when you love yourself, you radiate love. You know what I mean? Like because you can love yourself and you are comfortable with your flaws, you recognize your mistakes. And through it all, you still love yourself. You are able to give love. Love comes off of you. But when you're not able to do that, you know, it becomes self-hate. You know, and I mean, just like the benefits of self-love. When you're not feeling yourself, you're not feeling nothing. When you hate yourself, Shit, you start to hate everything around you. And there was a period in my life where I I just didn't even want to look at the person in the mirror. Haircuts getting fucked up every week. You know, like one lady actually cut a patch of hair out of my head. Like I, I just... I wouldn't even turn the light on when I would get ready for work. Like I would just, I would just shave in the dark, brush my teeth in the dark. I just, because I couldn't look at myself. Stop getting dressed up to go out. I, I just didn't want to go on social media because I just didn't want to see some image of me that was happy. And during that time, you know, during that time, I just, 
I really just stopped loving me. I was losing friends. I was I was falling out with family members and you know, those relationships just going through the grief like I was in a full depression. And, you know, it's so crazy because, you know, people would come up, you know, people would ask, like, are you okay? And I just didn't feel comfortable talking to nobody. I didn't feel comfortable verbalizing what was going on with me. Because to be honest with you, I didn't know what was going on with me. So I would just lie and say, I'm fine. I'm all right. I'm okay. But the reality was is that I wasn't okay. I wasn't. I felt like I wasn't hitting the mark. I felt like I wasn't who everybody saw that I was. And slowly I started like just becoming more and more depressed. Deeper in this hole of depression that I could not find my way out of. Sick and tired of seeing everyone else happy. Sick and tired of seeing everyone else move forward with their lives. Sick and tired of everyone else I'm lying. I was just sick and tired of me. My aunt asked me if I ever had thoughts of hurting myself, suicide. I don't know who needs to hear this, but when someone asks you that, you don't immediately answer. Because if they're asking you that, They already know the answer. And when she asked me, I paused. I paused. And I paused not to think, but I paused because I knew what the next words were about to be. And tears, they started to come down my face. Because I wanted to die so bad. I did not want to live. And, you know, I don't know if if anyone's ever had suicidal thoughts before, but the thing about suicidal thoughts is that it's like a whisper at first. You know, shit's not going your way. And through all the chaos of your mind, you can just hear this subtle voice. You know what I mean? Like, it's like everyone's singing. But you can hear that one person that's off tune. The whole room's talking, but you can hear that one conversation. And over time, with each failed mistake, with each broken relationship, with each day of loneliness, that voice would get louder. And its raise of volume, it sounded more confident. It sounded so sure. It sounded so persuasive. That voice was mine. And now I kind of feel, now I see why everybody always says, like, you know, I'm really good at speaking because when you speak to yourself, you know exactly what to say. And before I begin, I just really want to just take a moment and just say, like, be careful, like, be mindful. Of how you talk to yourself in times of hardship. Be mindful of that. Like listen to what you say to yourself. 
because I remember that voice. It told me that it would be easier. It laid out the list. It told me the things that we can do to make it fast, to make it quick, painless. You don't want to make a mess. That's okay. You just want to end it. I know your pain. I know you're tired. You're going through a lot. Each day that voice got louder. Each day that voice got stronger. Each day that voice brought receipts. And each day I believed it. And as I as I was as I was getting ready, you know, it's a mental process first. You know, before anything's ever physical, it's a mental process. As I was mentally preparing, before I could commit, I'm physically drained. I'm mentally drained. I'm emotionally drained. I was going to commit. But I couldn't. I couldn't. And it wasn't because I backed out because I was scared. No. It was because of my arrogance. My arrogance wouldn't let me commit suicide. My arrogance wouldn't let me die. My spirit wouldn't let me. And I I just really want to just take a moment and just say that, you know, it's not saying that my spirit is stronger than anybody else. It's just something inside of me. It just wouldn't fucking do it. And it wouldn't do it because I it, it knew I, I, I was tired. It knew I was drained. It knew I wanted to walk away. But it just wouldn't fucking do it. For my dog walkers, it's like when you try to walk your dog and your dog won't move. My spirit wouldn't fucking move. Everybody always says that I'm real confident, sometimes cocky, most of the times arrogant. And although some people say that that's a bad thing, my arrogance is what saved my life because I couldn't do it. In the midst of getting ready to fucking end everything, I thought. What the fuck are they going to say in my wake? All these people that's going to show up at my wake, what they going to say? Like, 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 you know, the people, they going to sit there and they going to make those meaningless Instagram ass posts, you know, the five paragraph posts of how much they love me, how much they needed me knowing damn well I did not fucking like them. You know, I, I just it, I couldn't bring myself to it because I would think that, you know, somebody would take credit for my death. Like you, you feel me like somebody would be at my funeral, at my wake. They would be bragging to other people talking about how they put so much fucking pressure on me that I fucking ended it. That when the going got tough, I just had to fucking go, huh? 
I, I, I just couldn't do it. I'm, I'm sorry. Like my, my arrogance, my arrogance, my pride, it just wouldn't fucking do it. Even though I was tired, I, I, I just couldn't fucking do it. I'm just not made to quit. And I remember, I remember there was a time where I heard that voice before. It wasn't the first time. This isn't the first time I've heard this voice. And this voice always comes in times of opposition. It always comes in times of adversity. And I remember we were at the, I was becoming a martial arts instructor. It was 2013. We were on the last event. Three miles and by the third mile, I had over 120 pounds in my pack and I was fucking dead. My body could not move, but yet I still meandered throughout the fucking trails. I was tired, exhausted, drained. And at that time, my voice, that voice, it told me, why are we here? Why are we doing this? It brought up key points of how I really didn't really need this extra billet. And right as I raised my fucking hand to quit, as I was raising my hand to drop on request, my arrogance kicked in again. And it came in like like a wrecking ball. Like I'm talking about it came in and it said, so how are you going to explain this shit when you get back to your platoon? That on the day that you really needed to dig deep, you couldn't dig anymore, right? How you supposed to look your Marines in the face and tell them to keep going when the day that you needed to keep going, you tapped out? Like, like I get it. You would tap out if you being choked to death. I get that. But you, you tapped out because you just couldn't fucking keep going. I thought, like, what would I say to my kids? That when I really needed to dig deep, you know, like when I really needed to dig deep, I couldn't. The thoughts of me being a hypocrite were more powerful. They were more powerful than the thoughts of quitting. As I sat there and switched gears, as I sat there and I was ready to just end it all. The thoughts of people playing my podcast over and over and over talking about how they fuck with me just didn't sit well with my spirit the thoughts of people sitting back thinking like yeah man we put so much pressure on him that he just fucking did it like it just didn't sit well with me growing up without a father and becoming a father and navigating through these trenches of fatherhood even though I did not have a father to look up to and you know I'm just doing the best I could it just didn't sit right with me knowing that my kids my kids will have to carry that weight that your father committed suicide it it just didn't sit right with me that there's a bigger picture. And, the, and knowing that my arrogance, my arrogance said that there's a bigger picture. And if you do this right now, you're not going to be in the picture. It just didn't sit right with me. My spirit, like I need somebody to really hear me. My spirit wouldn't let me do it. And I really just needed to just share this testimony with somebody because I just need somebody to know that your spirit, your spirit. 
spirit just ain't with it. Your spirit, this shit just ain't sitting right with your spirit. Like, I understand, like, you, you, your, your finances, they ain't working the way that they supposed to. Your relationship, it ain't working the way it's supposed to. Your goals ain't the way that they were supposed to on January 1st. Your, your, it just ain't sitting right with your fucking spirit, though. Like, you want to walk out, but it just ain't sitting right with your spirit. You want to quit, but it ain't, it's just ain't sitting right with your spirit. It's okay. Because your spirit knows that you was made for something bigger. Like your spirit knows that you can continue. I'm a creature of suffering. I I, I ain't never really told people that. Patience ain't my virtue, but for some reason I tend to stick with shit that just, it just, it just get me through it. I know that better days are going to come. And I needed to tell somebody that better days are going to come. And I know you ain't trying to hear that and it, when it's raining. I know you ain't trying to hear trust the process when the process seems like it's fucking you. I know you ain't trying to hear that when it just seemed like all hope is lost. But I can tell you right now, deep down, deep down, your spirit knows. Your spirit ain't trying to quit. That voice, that's a mental thing. Your spirit ain't talking about that. That pain, that's a physical thing. Your spirit ain't talking about that. Like, like when people be saying, like, you know, like, you know, they want to break your spirit. Like, see, 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 that's the thing that you need to understand. Like, you can't break a spirit. You could break the mind. Hell, you could break the body. My, my morals might even get compromised. It's all right. But my spirit, like my will to live, like my will to survive. Like my will to keep going, nah, that can't be broken. It can't be. And I just need you right now just to say that you can't be broken. Say it with me. I can't be broken. Yeah, shit ain't going to go my way. I get it. Yeah, it's going to be some hard days. I get it. Yeah, the money ain't going to be looking right. Matter of fact, the money going to be looking a couple of funny. But you want to tell you what ain't going to be funny? My spirit. I need you to understand that at your funeral, they're going to be there. They're going to sit there. They're going to cry. They're going to pretend that they love you. They're going to pretend that they were there for you. They're going to pretend all of that shit. And then after a couple of days, they're going to go on with their life and you will cease to exist. Your spirit ain't made for that. Like your mother didn't carry you for nine months just for you to fucking tap out when shit wasn't going your way. Your spirit wasn't made for that. And I bet somebody's sitting here right now saying, like, how you know how my spirit made. And and I just really want to just tell tell everybody that the spirit, that spirit come from God. Like, 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 I don't know. I know who need to hear that, but that spirit, that come from God. Like, you wasn't made for that. And I'm not saying that anybody that took their life, they had they. They, they, they were made of anything less. I'm just reminding you that you were just made for more. Like, like I need you to understand that when, when shit get hard, if the level is harder, that means that you have reached a new level, a higher level. Like for my gamers out there, y'all know it. Like level one and level 10 are two different type of levels. Level one supposed to be easy. It's supposed to get you inoculated. It's supposed to get you comfortable. It's how they introduce you to the game. Level 10, you got experience. 
Level 10, you know the fucking program. You know the vibe. It's supposed to be harder. If you're in a room right now and you feel like you're the dumbest person in the room, I'm going to tell you right now, you're in the right room. You're in the right room. Because you have surrounded yourself around people of a higher caliber that you need to learn from. I'm telling you right now, if if you feel like you ain't the strongest, if you ain't the fastest, that those are present things. That's not the future, though. You got to work for that. You got to work towards that. See, your spirit just ain't made for it. You know, your spirit, it ain't made for that. One thing I want us to take a take a lesson from the Super Bowl is as those athletes went out there and they fought their hard outs for that game. That's exactly how you need to be fighting in life. And I'm not telling you to stick it out in some shit that's causing you physical harm, mental harm. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Emotional harm. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if you dreaming big, if you striving for excellence, if you feel like you destined for more, you got to recognize and you got to put some fucking respect on your spirit. Because your spirit is going to dogfight this shit out. You just got to stand behind it. One thing as I get off this episode, and you know, I, I wanted to make this episode a short episode because, you know, it's been a lot of like long episodes lately. A lot of people, you can call me arrogant. You can call you. You can call me arrogant. You can call me cocky. You can call me conceited. You can say my ego too big. You can say that I'm prideful. But what you will never fucking say is that I quit because my spirit won't let me. Your spirit won't let you. Your spirit is unbroken. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves, even though I don't know what that type of version is. I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from The Ordinary Mind, available on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out. <laughs>